Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey everybody, this is Pastor Jeff uh, with the Pastors Podcast. I am sitting here with our good friend Brandon Slater, which is so fun to have him in the, we we call this our quote-unquote studio. It's a small little room that we get to record these podcasts in. So, um, hey, Brandon, it's awesome having you here. And uh, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We are excited just to kind of talk about, like when I was thinking about this conversation, I was thinking about uh a term in ministry, at least, is called business as mission. Um, like, it would be BAM, like, um, as the acronym. And so it's really popular within the ministry field, like, thinking through, like, hey, how do we have business as mission? You know, like, and so a lot of times pastors will get um, licensed as a pastor, but they won't actually work vocationally for the church. They're more out in the in the community with a quote-unquote real job yeah. and doing things for ministry, you know, like, as as mission. And so uh, when we were thinking about this, we are thinking, man, we should definitely talk to Brandon and have some conversation because we're connecting on a couple of things in the community that um, I love because we're just really starting to be able to have like way more impact in our community. So enough about that. I would love to know, Brandon, you, you own, operate, president of not the entire universe, but at least Slater, <laughs> Slater and Son. Yeah. And uh, you've been doing that. How long have you been working for Slater? Well, I worked for my dad um, before college a little oh, bit. Right. I guess starting about ten, I was sweeping floors and working a little bit on job sites, and then. So worked. you didn't just get the golden keys and have like the job right away? Depends on who you ask, but you, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had to work your way up a little bit. Yeah, so did the kind of worked for my dad a little bit, uh, and then during college or high school and college, my dad kind of wouldn't let me work for him. Okay. And pretty much sent me off to work for subcontractors. So I kind of got into welding. Oh. Did that um, for a while. Spun off, ran my own um, ornamental fence business for a couple of years. Um, and then got into painting houses, painted really? a couple hundred houses in Chico. I did a, not know that you were ran a painter. A, ran a painting business for a couple of years. And, that, uh, sounds, that sounds really terrible. Was yeah. it as terrible as I think it is? Uh, you or? know, I'm, I'm weird. I know how that's, most people say that. Yeah. I love I love painting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good to know. Exterior repaints was like my, okay. my thing. So does Slater do painting? No, no, no. you all subcontract. I had okay. a very like very short little stint of where I gotcha. A buddy who was a painter was like wanted to start his own business and I was like yeah. trying to help him and yeah. anyways, that so, didn't work. So you were living in Vacaville, if I remember right. Correct, yeah. And then and then when did you move back to town? Yeah, so that was uh there's not like a total specific date but um i guess my daughter's just about 12 okay. and so we finally moved moved back like a month before she was born got it so whatever she was born in 2012 so i think 2011 that's we, we moved back yeah uh officially but the company i was working for was on its way out of business so it started the the last year and a half i was there it started with like furlough fridays so on friday oh uh, i see that was like a thing during the recession yep uh, it started commuting one day a week. I'd start working for my dad one day a week. Um, Got it. 
And when I say working, I wasn't getting paid. But anyways. Yeah. Um, and then and then, it, then it went to You were furlough. helping Pops out. Yeah, I was helping Pops out. Then furlough two days. Then it was furloughed two days a week. Oh, geez. And, you know, it started really becoming obvious. I that see. They so, were, so you're saying, like, we didn't just move. We just, yeah. you slowly so, made this progression. So I was commuting two days a week for a while. And then, and then Rachel got pregnant. My job ended in June. I've been down there for five years. And then so for six months, so from June to, to December when we moved to Chico, I commuted every day. I think I stayed in Chico one day a week. Wow. Um, that's when I got started drinking coffee. <laughs> As I hold my cup in yeah, my hand right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you, uh, Brandon, one thing I know about you so far is you love the community. Like, I feel like <laughs> you're like the unofficial mayor in some ways, like it, from how I see you, like you have such a great way of connecting with so many people. Um, and you, one of the things I think about with your role is I think you don't, you don't just have a job. Like you don't just have your business, Slater and Son. You, you, I think use it as a means to do what the Lord's asking you to do. Like, where does that come from? Like, what, what, was that like started with your dad? I know he really did a lot of stuff for community, but I see yeah. you kind of doing similar, but maybe different things. Like, where does yeah. this come from? Yeah, I would I would say my dad and my mom both were super involved in community stuff over the years um, uh, with their time. So I saw that as kind of a, a model, um, definitely. Um, uh, a pastor friend of mine, uh, Will Wilson, you know yeah. Will? Yeah, oh, no, Will. Um, He's he has lots of we call them will, willisms, but one of the one of the <laughs> say, one of the sayings that he says is that if the church was to disappear uh, from our community, that we would be missed, and that's something that's kind of always stuck with me. Yeah. In that, like, I feel like that's like my personal credo, kind of like mm-hmm. trying to trying to be that, I guess, for the church or our little community. Yeah. And, um, and then another thing was my dad always like. Growing up, we weren't, um, uh, you know, our family didn't go to church growing up, and my best friend uh, did, and so we kind of w- went with them. But my dad always had this thing that, that uh, he had had some business deals with Christians that um, didn't go so well. Oh, that's so and painful. he kind of always had this thing that he would say about, oh, you know, if you're doing business with Christians, you know, watch your pocketbook. They yeah. were, you know, sh- yeah. kind of shady, so... That's also those two things. I've had a few run-ins with those kind of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've heard your story, yeah. and oh I my think of exactly the same thing. So those two things, I think, are kind of like my two guiding things yeah. of, hey, I don't want to be that, yeah. and then I do want to be the, this. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how do I Yeah. those those two things? So. But you you really like have a heart to help people. Sure. Like, wh- where's that coming from? Like, you... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I wasn't Sunday school answer. <laughs> I, li- I like just l- lofted that up to you. You hit it yep. out of the park. Is it just the transformation of Jesus in your own life? Like, have you always had a heart for like, cause we'll talk about a uh, hope village in a second, sure. just helping people in the community who are down and out, who just need to get on their feet. And, but you, it feels like you just love being able to foster that. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I think you know in, it's it's in, in a church setting here. It's easy to to say that. I think it's it's kind of always been a little bit uh, just in my my DNA. I think it's sure. how God made me. And yeah, um, uh, to be honest, I I just I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. fun for me. Absolutely. Um, I think God's kind of gifted me in some certain ways to be able to sure 
kind of have some influence in that space. So Yeah. I was telling you earlier, I think, um, you know, like you're, you utilize your company in a great way to like, you do massive projects all around town, you know, and prob local, or do you go a little further out? A little further out. Yeah, okay. We, my goal is that everybody can go home every night. Sure. That's kind of the That's idea. Nice. So about an hour drive. Sure. Sure. So, so. you, so you have, but you use your, your business to really help and do different things, which is amazing. Um, but I also think like, even if you didn't have that, you'd still figure out a way to do that. So I was thinking like, uh, this morning, just like, you know, some people are super wealthy. Some people are like dirt poor. They just have very little resource. But yeah, I, my thought was, man, but everybody can have an impact. Yeah. You know, how do you like, what do you think you're, what, how would you encourage people maybe the, that are listening? Like those who are like, I want to have an impact, but I just don't know how, like, yeah. would you, what would you say to that? You know, uh, one of the stories in the Bible that, that always like makes me tear up every mm. time I hear it is the story of like the widow's might, you know, it's yeah. like the, yeah. the, um, and I'm not hundred percent sure why that, that specific story, but every time I hear, hear that, um, yeah. it kind of gets to me mm -hmm. and I, I assume that's just because I probably think about my own, uh, personal probably budget yeah. and <laughs> think about how much, uh, really excess there is and yeah and how i you know have a lot more than i really need mm -hmm. um but how that woman uh in that story uh really gave everything yeah and um, i i see that as a kind of a fun challenge to mm -hmm. um uh you know to work towards sure I, I, sure i don't have an actual goal of ever getting there but um you know yeah absolutely I, I, you never know i yeah because i think i think people just think, well, I don't have money, so I don't really have a chance to really help. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, you, when I say resource, I think like way beyond like your pocketbook or what's in your savings account. I think like, man, your time, your talents, the gifts that God's given you, who He's made you to be, all are offerings to the Lord, like in such really incredible ways. So, um, we were maybe we could talk about Hope Village for a second because. Sure. You know, I just, um, but I'll just kind of tell everybody what that is specifically who, who's listening. Um, so Brandon was able to, uh, with his company, buy a plot of land um, in Chapman Town and basically built six homes. Yeah. Uh, and not not huge homes, but actually, I would say the perfect size homes, honestly, for for individuals who need to uh, rehabilitate, get on their feet, uh, need a little bit more help. And so you're in cohesion with you building those, um, chat, uh, Chico housing action team here in town, uh, facilitating all of it. And then the church coming alongside and just loving on people. Um, like we as a church adopted one of those homes, uh, and our, uh, gentleman, his name is Larry. And like, we're in love with Larry already. It's just so amazing to see this. Um, but we, we were out at a barbecue for it, kind of like a, maybe a mini grand opening or just a little first get together, uh, for it. Uh, and so you had all the partnerships of the churches, you had chat there, you had, you were there, um, and all of the tenants were there. And I just thought I'm standing there kind of in awe a little bit, honestly going, wow, this is incredible partnership. This is just such a beautiful thing, you know? And, and, um, is that been, did, did the Lord, I feel like you've had that thought for a long time, but yeah. it just kind of came together. Can you tell us about like how that worked for you? Like yeah. what, tell us your testimony side of that? Yeah, yeah. So 
I just I always, uh, like I said, I was not wanting to commit to anybody. Um, a couple months before we were done, uh, decided that chat was kind of the best uh, group to uh, partner with as far as who was doing work in that space. Yeah. But I kind of have this like thing that I love. I love getting um, people who aren't and uh, normally rubbing shoulders together to, to work together. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that that's a kind of an overriding thing for me in our community that I'm always trying to do is bring people together that, that like, especially kind of politically, yeah. have a, there's this divide lately that I think is super unhealthy I don't, for our community. I don't think I've ever noticed. That. Yeah, yeah, kinda... yeah. So anyways, I just, I kind of had, I, I decided I'm like, hey, uh, chat's the one that, you know, they're the ones to best manage uh, the yep. property. I just feel like they were doing the best work that I, I saw specifically in this space. Plus they made my life um, very easy and that they just kind of take care of all the property management and the case yeah. management yeah. of these folks. Um, well, which is also overwhelming for the church too. Cause when we look at it on our side and think about doing something similar or anything like that, you go, but the caseload and the, the time and energy it takes to do that yeah. is really substantial. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, that's a so so. It was funny. I was actually at a um, our kids, um, Brian Myers uh, yeah. and I were yeah. uh, our kids go to school together, and we were chatting at some pool party up at um, <laughs> oh whatever. Anyways, and we were just chatting about kind of politics and stuff. I was in the middle of running the Measure H campaign uh, at the time, and and he was like, "Oh, we should get together and talk." You know, yeah. Brian's kind of into city council stuff and yeah. so am I and we were just chatting about that and he's like, "We should get together and continue this conversation." And uh somehow like the first thing, I think something that just happened with the partnership with Chat and so he was just, you know, he started the conversation of what's going on in your life. Yeah. And I told him about this thing with Chat. Yeah. And Brian was just like, "Man, our church would love to be involved yep. in that." And totally. I'm pretty sure that there's other churches too and yep. like so we you know he he kind of said hey let's set up a meeting with chat see if they'd be game got a few more pastors you know yeah. i think i called you and yep. a few other pastors come came alongside real quick and here we are yeah um, it's cool so yeah i think the church is all kicked in what 250 bucks a month to yeah. kind of subsidize in between um, the the tenants each pay 500 bucks a month um and then chat uh, so the, the, let's see, the tenants pay 500 bucks a month. The churches kick in 250 bucks a month, and then chat kind of gets the 150 yeah. bucks a month, kind of cover overhead and and stuff like that. So it's it's cool because everybody kind of has skin in the game, yep. and it is a way for us to to really partner in that in that way together. For one organization or one person to to do all of that really is quite a task. But yeah. spread out between all of us, I feel like it's like yeah. This is this is uh, measurable, and it's also you can replicate this. Yeah, like, that's that's the other thing. I, but not only that, you're like literally like helping solve a lot of the homelessness issue and the challenges that we face as a community that everybody really is divided on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but if we come together, yeah. like listening to Pastor Louis' message this weekend, it's like, man, when we come together, and we can, yeah, okay, we disagree on some things, but that doesn't mean like. We doesn't mean that we can't help Larry. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. if we actually got over ourselves and laid our, our, our pride down for a second, we say, look at this man, we can help him. We could, we could be a resource to them together. I just think, man, it's so cool that the Lord puts these things on your heart, you know, and, and maybe not even the full vision until you have these, 
I think, uh, miraculous conversations with a Brian Myers, you know, or, or, and then he starts doing what he does and his gifting of like collaborating and bringing other pastors in, which is great. Like, it's just such a cool thing. I just love it, man. I love it. Yeah. And then the other kind of partnership that we haven't mentioned yet so far too, is chat went and kind of partnered with five or six other nonprofits in town to kind of give them, um, which I also love because even amongst the um, different nonprofits that all work in that homeless, yep. there's some animosity that <laughs> I'm and, sure, man. Uh, Every... uh, you know, they're competing for the same funds, obviously, uh, yeah. often for grants, and there's just been drama over the years. Yeah. Which, uh, so, anyways, getting all of them to kind of work together as wow. well, and they each got one of the units to kind of to place a person in. And that becomes oh, their kind of nice. like output thing. So I'm I not even sure I, I didn't told you realize that, yeah. that part. That's really yeah. So great. it's Tori Shelter, Jesus Center, Pallet Shelter, wow. Catalyst Domestic Violence, Wow, America's Finest. They each got like one unit. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, hey, it's so crazy how fast this time goes. It's oh, like, are we there? I know. <laughs> I want to be like, let's have part two. We'll we'll yeah. have to get do this again for cool. sure. Because uh, Brandon, I just thank you for your just what you're doing and saying yes to Jesus. And it's in the small things that actually, I think, lead to the big things. Because what I was getting at earlier was, like, the Lord gives us vision for something, I think, that that oftentimes we don't see the entire thing. And then other people come along, and then it kind of, like, uh, the fog lifts, and you go, whoa, this is, like... So when I was standing at, I think I was sharing, like, at Hope Village during this little barbecue, I was just going, Lord, this is so cool that that you're using all of these pieces for your glory, hopefully. And I'm, my prayer is that all these churches would, would have the perfect influence and connection, um, with those tenants that, that help them spiritually, you know, not just, not just their basic need, but all, all those things together. So thanks for doing what you do, man. Heck yeah. Appreciate you. And, uh, Hey, for those listening, if you got any questions, throw them our way, you know how to do that. And, uh, we love you all and we'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.